What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, this is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before. Today, having never seen Donnie Darko, we are joined by Danny Jollis. Danny has been on here a couple times hanging. He's done a bunch of live shows hanging. He finally now, we're writing something. He's never seen Donnie Darko. He rewrites it, and we read his script. Danny's wonderful. He's incredible. We, uh, you may know him as George on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. He has a new comedy special out called You Choose, which is an interactive choose-your-own-adventure comedy special. He's just wonderful. Danny's the best, and I'm, I'm happy he's on here. And we're joined also by Sam Severin, a very funny comedian from Atlanta, and Adam Newman, who you know who's on here a lot as well. And it's fun. It's a good time. This one is chaos. Chaos would be the word. It is pure chaos, especially until we get to the script, which is just way, way too far into the whole thing. But it's wonderful that we tell a great story about when I first did a show in L.A. and a guy got killed, well, almost killed at it, and Danny was a part of that show, and we just talk. We and Danny has an incredible story about being cut out of a commercial campaign. It, it's fun. We play some fun games, have a good time. Danny Jollis has never seen Donnie Darko, which somehow we haven't done ever on this podcast. But Danny has never seen Donnie Darko. He rewrote it. We read his script. Please go check out You Choose, Danny's fully interactive comedy special. You can find that on, on Don't Tell Comedy's YouTube. Go find Danny Jollis online. Follow the show. We are at Never Seen It Show. We're posting video clips, doing fun stuff there. We'll have extended games from this episode with uh, uh, Sam and Adam, as well as uh, more games with like Rob Hayes, Bailey Norton, recent stuff like that, all up on our Patreon, a bunch of extended episodes ad-free episodes, all of that as well, and you can support me in the show at patreon.com slash it. Please enjoy the episode. This is Danny Jollis has never seen Donnie Darko. Hey, everybody. This is Never Seen It. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before. Today, finally joining us, having never seen something, and doing a movie we've somehow never done on this podcast, having never seen... Thank you so much. <laughs> Donathan Darko is Danny Jollis. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I've been an actor, and many of you have never seen it. Yes. Uh, for a decade? I mean, since you, since the dawn of 
even before this project, I feel like Kyle Ayers projects yeah you've been, uh, you've played various uh people put in literal precarious positions and yes. things that i've ran for including first comes love which was my first ever trip out to los angeles yeah. which is in, an insane thing happened you came all the way out to los angeles to see first comes love to see it yeah what's that oh first comes love i thought that was a movie oh no it was a show i ran oh <laughs> never mind we're also joined <laughs> by adam newman <laughs> Adam Newman and Sam Severin are here. Thank you so much. Yay. Sam came all the way in from Atlanta just to do this podcast. Wow. Just to see just to First Comes Love? <laughs> <laughs> they don't Adam, have it at the theater Adam me. can't fathom anyone <laughs> traveling for any reason other than to see a movie called First Comes Love. Yeah, they sold out yesterday, but today might be my day. I um, thought I was starting with an awesome, like, uh, you know. You did. You riff. opened up your sparkling water. You're holding it. Your <laughs> mic wasn't working earlier, and now it is. Um, so, no, so there's a show that I ran. And let's tell this. I want to talk about this. It's great. It's, this, it's a wild, wild um, tale. I ran a show where I put an ad on Craigslist and said I was a porn producer. And I was looking for sample scripts. And then I have comedians act out the sample scripts that I got sent to me. Amazing. So it was like three to four page scripts. And I've um, done it in New York a bunch. Did it a I, bunch I've, in New York. I feel like I'm one of the early buyers of Kyle Ayers projects. I yes, like and very, sellers. A very, you were in 2015. You were selling me off. Yeah. No, I no, never no, sold. No, no, you never sold. <laughs> I never sold. But yeah, was, you were in first, first comes love, I think. Yeah, first yeah. or second time it ever happened. I feel like every time you've pitched me an idea, I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, and uh, we uh, we brought it out here the first time I ever came to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So you just moved here? I just moved here. And I'd never been to the city in any capacity, and we're running it at the the Nerdist, the, the Meltdown Theater. Meltdown. Um, and and I remember, if you remember how the story began, but it began with me complaining because you we had built I'd gotten you a bunch of people. You would basically like two thirds cast it for me because yes. I didn't know a ton of people in Los Angeles. So yeah, my friend Lillian was there. Yeah. My fr- uh, I forget who else. I had a bunch of people. Rachel Bloom so was Ra- on the show. Well, so Rachel <laughs> Bloom yeah. is the real the the spark of this story. Yeah, because Rachel was late. Yes, and I was. So like, we're all at the. There's a big line. It's like sold out. The line is going out. out the front of the comic book shop. This is where the meltdown, the really really great stand up show, used to happen. And it's in this back room of a comic book shop, and it's probably like 125 people, something like that. And it's like the, the a line is going outside. We're all there in ridiculous costumes, like yes. trying on like Turner Daniel Plainview costumes. Classic and like, Kyle Ayers idea. Way a lot of work involved for what could be very little actual output. Gain, yes, yes, like, yes, 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 yes. We've all put in actual effort. Hours and hours and hours of and work. And everybody's there except Rachel, and who I and I was like, you know, texting her. I was like, Rachel, yeah, get here. And then she calls me, and I was like, Rachel, you said you'd be. And she's like, yeah, yeah, uh, um, someone just got shot in the parking lot out back. And the parking lot touches the building. It's not like it's like away somewhere yeah. like that. The parking lot touches. So there's 150 people, 120 people waiting in line. Yeah. And Rachel comes like running in after talking to Danny. Someone yeah. got shot in the back parking lot. Yeah, Did Rachel d- do it? <laughs> she question. did she has her one woman show called in bloom <laughs> where she talks about how it took her to nirvana from shooting okay um that was good and then she, yeah she came in and she was like someone had been shot and then someone had been shot someone had been shot not killed not killed this was a a, a real estate mogul in los angeles Got an attempted hit on his life happened in the back parking lot i found this out uh from looking it up later yeah. and someone had rode up on a a, a ride by shooting on a bicycle Wow. Shot the guy a few in times. And the mogul was a Kyle Ayers fan who was waiting to get he into was. the show. Half of my fans got shot before Whoa. this show because Danny was on it. He's the other half. And so then we're this, you know, we have to, the show's starting late. 
and Hannah, who was booking it at the time, Hannah Crichton, yeah, was wonderful. She's booking the meltdown at the time. She's like, um, "Tell everyone. Normally, we leave through the back after the show, but we can't because it's a crime scene. Oh like, God. like even like some of the people on the show's cars were evidence because like oh blood God. had got on the cars and stuff. She's like, "So when you go up there, please don't talk about the shooting. Oh yeah, that's right. Please don't talk. And we're starting like an hour late already. She's like, because of this shooting, and she's like, well, everyone knows what happened at this point. There's Twitter." Yeah. There's like, Twitter. There's people who have eyes who have accidentally <laughs> gone, who have walked out back and been like, back. "Oh, that's weird." Just a hundred cop cars behind. Yeah, meltdown. Um, so she's like, "Please don't talk about the shooting. Just go up and let everyone know we're going to leave out the front." And I've, like I said, never met her, never been to L.A., none of this stuff. And I go up, and I think it'd be so funny to like make it. So I'm like, "Hey, everybody! After the show, we're going to leave out the front exit. Uh, no reason." Uh, uh, but when we do leave run like (laughs) it would be so fun and then I look over and Hannah's like flipping me off from the green room window like that you can see and I'm like oh and just for whatever reason if you have anyone you need to call I would call them now let them know you love them tell your parents hi like it's a huge and and then she's just like thanks but it was crazy and then we did we had to leave out the front the bit killed oh it did it did the bit killed but the hit didn't it was not a yeah. successful hit. He yeah. not. The, you guy not the guy lived, which was very nice, which I think really adds to the story because it's yeah. not it does. Sad. We didn't let him in. We don't seat late. Everyone yeah. murdered. <laughs> Everyone, Everyone murdered that murdered. day except the guy with the gun. Yeah. Mm. On a bike. There And all the things like, if you see a guy on a bicycle, it might be him. And you're like, okay. <laughs> There's like no descriptors because it's a bicycle. Yeah. And also, A guy with a bicycle having a lot the of- The more yeah. you learn- about big corporate landlords. <laughs> Go on. I'm not on anyone's side here. You shouldn't shoot a guy a bunch. I would say you shouldn't shoot people. I, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say you shouldn't shoot people. And while you're out on that limb, are you price hiking apartments to displace families? I don't know. You shouldn't shoot people. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that no matter what someone's doing, shooting them isn't the way to go about it. But that's just me. Wow. Radical. wow. What are you going to do? Run them over with your bicycle? Right. <laughs> it, it's not a bike built for two. It's a bike built for six feet under. Uh, yeah, no, you probably shouldn't shoot people. Danny's almost 100% right. Listen, I'm a, I'm a pretty crazy guy, and I'm, not, <laughs> and I'm not here to defend the real estate moguls of L.A., but I will say- Had that he... guy lived, had that guy not lived, do you think the meltdown would still be there? Ooh. Oh, interesting. That's a good question. Because he was the real estate guy for that strip, and he owned- Oh, really? Like, really? His real estate place, like, touched it. I mean, I think we can have an honest conversation about meltdown at this point. Yeah. Uh, now that it's been buried for quite some time. It's crazy that it survived a while after that. Well, I don't think that affected. I think the fact that that place, because you would see it on Wednesdays and it was packed, and it yeah. was the hottest show in town. It was like the best and indie stand-up show in the country. But I mean, it try was a Tuesday night show, cr- and then yeah. you would do like your first Tuesday night show there, and it'd be five people, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. this is not a business and model you're like, like I thought it was. It's huge. There's all this upstairs huge. space, and it's like how how is a how is a retail place this gigantic and such a prime spot in LA with a yeah it's 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 right. crazy to it's make it's like when Amoeba there. Records close yeah. and people are like how and Remember you're when like they I know the how second stage to the side that like no, little room I didn't they yeah. opened the second room and that's when I was like oh no anytime I've ever heard of an independent comedy theater expanding I'm like ah oh, it's in its last year uh huh <laughs> never like another room smart more overhead yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it would have survived if it if it just be if like Kumail was like, I'm gonna run a show here six, seven nights a week. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
This is going to be the buff comedian comedy room. He wasn't at the if time. He, he wasn't if when Wednesday he got buff, was... That's what killed it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he he, he's so huge. He goes to the gym I go to. We do very different exercises. He oh, is the only gym. comedian I've ever seen add weight to a machine. <laughs> not, it doesn't even matter if someone was on it before him or not. Like, the, it, anyone could be on the machine. Once you're adding weight to the machine... It's hard for me to still call you a comedian, but Kumail, I would say, is a comedian. He's still very funny. He's a very massive Marvel superhero and dramatic and funny actor now, but he's been a comedian. I mean, I've watched some of Welcome to Chippendales. I've watched, I'm caught up. Is it a drama? It's so good. I love it. I'm two episodes in, like it. Okay. I'm I'm very much enjoying it. Certainly not bad. Like, I I will say this. We watched it and I was like, I'm in. I get it. This is well acted. I have no real complaints other than, like, I don't know if I'm if I care enough to finish the story, but like- Don't spoil it, do they bring up the chipmunks? The rescue rangers? I mean, by spoiling it, does that mean don't say yes or no? Or (laughs) don't spoil anything (laughs) in the show except that. I uh, think they do. I haven't seen them. I'm I'm three or four in, however many they've had. I'll watch until that happens. But while we're we're here, one of the movies of the year, Chip and Dale on Disney Plus. Oh, haven't seen it yet. Oh, I can't. Push that movie harder on people. Unironic, just genuinely, sincerely love it. Genuinely, do you want to see? Is it animated or or like half ma- animated, half live action? Okay, that's um, that's the hardest movie is, to pull off. I would say that mm-hmm. the way I described it at the time when I first saw it is or space is that it is Disney's <laughs> Shrek. The mm-hmm. amount of cultural references. I haven't seen Shrek. You might have heard that episode. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen Shrek? I think I did Shrek as an episode. I don't think you did, but. It's no, uh, maybe in the future. <laughs> Have I not done Shrek? Not a lot of people do comedies, <laughs> like topical comedies. I feel like I, d- I kind of remember doing Shrek. No, I think you just you started talking about how good of a donkey impression you could do, and you said <laughs> you'd do it if Danny ever came on. <laughs> I almost, I almost just committed to it. And, and, and. He's holding his hands up like an Italian thing, real quick. I don't know why. It's not Don Key. No one's having a great time. Uh, so everyone should watch the Chippendale movie. Chippendale. It is so funny. Okay. I mean, like, without giving anything away, I will say that one of a pivotal character in the movie is Sonic the Hedgehog, the original bad version that they canceled from the animated movie. Oh, that's funny. Uh, that with is the like teeth? A, with the teeth. Is that he is voiced a, that by... That is a major uh, character in the movie. Wow. Is he still voiced by... Uh, uh, what is his name? No. Oh. Dang, I love his name. <laughs> what is this guy's name? I can never remember. I don't remember. But John I... Ralphio, the guy from Parks and Rec. That oh, actor. is it Ben Schwartz? Ben Schwartz, isn't he Sonic? Oh, isn't he Sonic? Oh, oh then it might be Ben Schwartz be... actually. Yeah. Chippendales, who does it? You just couldn't believe that he was actually Sonic in the real Sonic movie. Right. So you're like, he was just the they comedic casting. They Sonic. Um, he's hilarious. Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Yeah. Wow, I can't let, believe. Let me go out on a limb and take. say that yeah. this very <laughs> universally funny guy is funny. Yeah, I remember at UCB when he was like just. And I was like, we used to use him at college humor all the time. Yeah. I used to yeah, just call it UC Ben. Fucking monster. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Him and Middle Ditch doing the duo improv thing on, what was it, School Netflix? Night? Oh, 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 no. They had like a special. How uh, you cannot, there, there's, I thought there was no way in the world to make live improv like a on a special watchable. Yeah. And the two of them, I think it's, it's just Ben Schwartz and, and, mm-hmm. and Middle Ditch, right? They, all Schwartz four episodes, three or four, whatever they did, it, they were great. Yeah, they, they, they really pulled it off. They pulled of Netflix it off. after they all really that stuff did. came out. Um, <laughs> who else do we like in comedy? Who's a, who else are comedians? <laughs> I love that Robin Williams. Oh, he's good. Um, he was the Aladdin. 
I love. <laughs> Would you think this it's is okay how my parents to... actually remember stuff? <laughs> I love. I love. Yeah, it's fun. Would you think it's okay to shoot real estate developers if like Robin same Williams hasn't gotten did over it? this real estate? I'm really hung shoot. up on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, think... if Robin Williams or or one of the Chippendale guys did it, would that be ethical? Shot him. Yeah. If Robin Williams shot a real estate developer today, I would be fine with it. Yeah. yeah. Just to have somebody, him back. Yeah. And it would mean he's back. Yeah. Right. He's back. He's back. But then he's going to go to jail. So then we lose him again. What, what if he did it right before he... Never mind. I don't want to get into that. I don't want to play this game. <laughs> Let's get some time codes for we editing go back purposes here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, but I don't... If, if, if he had shot a real estate developer, he'd be uh, shooting Williams. Because it's not like he took the guy's wallet. That's true. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe he does for the name. Especially if the guy was named William. <laughs> no one's having a good time. Oh, that's a fun Sorry game. I brought yes. up the real estate developer again. No, I can't stop thinking about it either. You just, I saw you like lean back and just only think about killing the real estate developer for the entire time since it came up. Yeah. I got to get that out of. Do you picture? I picture a big guy in a pinstripe suit. Absolutely. As a, as There's a like a rose developer. on his suit for some reason. Too. No, it was actually a guy. It was two kids in a hammock. <laughs> so your pic, what you're picturing is incorrect. Okay. It's the hammock Man. thing I said. No, he probably looked. I don't know what he looked like, but probably we're probably all right. Yeah, a, I'll yeah. tell you what he probably looked like. A fucking Jew. Sam, stop saying that. <laughs> I do a really good impression of Adam's voice. You do, you do a really good impression of Adam Newman every time you say Jew. Here I go. I'm going to say something else. Yeah, say it like me. I don't like Jews. <laughs> Danny, before you got here, we were saying it would be funny if uh, one of us wore like the Kanye black hood over our to face. To come to this podcast. <laughs> What a time! This is my three. That's my three hundredth episode. First episode. This is my three hundredth episode of me and Kanye West one-on-one podcast. It's all ta- this all shot in one setting. We had a- chopped up into three hundred episodes. Look, it's gonna only live on that weird little clip. But a horse is voting yay or nay is my favorite thing I've ever thought in my life. I like that a lot. Um, well, it's all the nays have it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about movies. <laughs> have, have you seen any other movies? That's a good bit. Oh, recently? Well, I saw so I saw Babylon last night. Um, My favorite Led Zeppelin song. And then, <laughs> uh, which I encourage everyone to see. But then. Uh, Was that a Ramble On reference? Yeah. Babylon. Wow. I got, yeah, that's I nice. Didn't get I didn't get it. I enjoyed that's that. Like I liked like it. Song. That was funny. Babylon, like you're talking too much. I, I, anything I say, <laughs> anything so I say is almost never worth stopping to go back to. Let's get that out right now. <laughs> if we've moved past it by two seconds. And that's what I like to spend my time on. I know. Yeah, but, that's, I like it. but it is so impressive because you're so quick with things like that mm-hmm. in a way that is like mind blowing to me. Yeah, but there's no way to monetize it. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I think I sold three toothbrushes last year. <laughs> so I bought four and I returned one. It was the wrong color. Well, here, I actually have something I want to do to get to know because we've never played Get to Know the New Guest with anyone on here because this is a new thing. So I'm going to ask some questions here. Oh. Uh, we have one, two. We just got some questions about movies and stuff. Like a more legitimate thing, not even like a bit. I'm a, I, l- a legitimate thing to get I think to know the guests here. Everybody has noticed. Right? I'm 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 less bitty than the average comic. Um, <laughs> um, so here we go. So we'll just go, and we'll go Danny and then Sam and then Adam, just answering these questions. Okay. Sure. But the first one's just for Danny. Okay. Danny, aside from uh, here we go. Get to know a guest. Aside from Donnie Darko, was there any other movies or shows you considered doing for the podcast? Were there? Um. I was actually thinking about that because I I had trouble when you asked me to do this and I was like I was like what is, is there anything else I really haven't seen that's like a glaring one 
and I wasn't I didn't have anything great. This was such a home run of a suggestion that I, I you saw how quick and excited yes. I was. I can't believe it. I don't know. I mean, that was just like a college movie that everybody went and saw. Yeah. So I was surprised. I was excited to come to yeah. do it. I was excited to hear I someone's never, take that's never, never seen saw it. it. Never saw it. Uh, okay. Uh, this trying one. to think. I think uh, what's a good? Oh, I'm trying to think of something. I'll, I never got. I've never gone through Mad Men. And that'll be a fun a big, one to do. That's a big one. We had a bit briefly on here where I would write Don Draper pitching <laughs> other things, <laughs> and it was like him pitching the "What would you do for a Klondike bar?" And I just wrote this dumb sketch. It lives nowhere. Once again, impossible to monetize. <laughs> All right, this one's for everybody. Uh, Danny, then Sam, then Adam. What's your favorite movie? Uh, <laughs> or uh, um, top. I mean, Top Golf. Great. Um, top of my head, <laughs> coming to me off the fly. But maybe because we said Robin Williams, I'll tell you, I could watch Hook seven hundred times and I'll watch wow. it again. Okay. I love that movie. Sam. We watch Hook at my job. That I work at a restaurant. They have like a projector where they where they play movies with the sound off. Yeah. And one of one of my coworkers, he loves the movie so much, he weeps a little bit when we play. I've it. never seen Hook. Me neither. Only with the sound off. But my oh. favorite movie. Oh, if you like it with the sound Wait, off, you're what? gonna love the words. I've only seen it with the sound <laughs> off. You gotta see with the sound that's on. The that's the weirdest. Yeah. That's, I want to do an episode with you where you write what Hook is. You just write the dialogue for the muted version of yeah, Hook. Yeah, I walk by happens. it all the time carrying plates. Oh, that looks sad and happy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I never. If it, I mean, I, we were obviously young, that but sad or happy yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman would not have been my first choice for for Captain Hook, and he uh, crushes it so hard. He couldn't be better. Uh, I can't imagine a better Hook. <laughs> no, I, what a great I tried choice. to have a joke uh, for a while about how I tried to have this joke that just could not have worked less. Because well, it'll work here on the podcast. Hook. But now that now that you guys here, <laughs> but I was trying to do this joke about how like everything great has has something bad about it. And mm-hmm. I would literally was like, I had this phrase I was trying to make work where I was like, I was like, everything, everything beautiful has Julia Roberts mm. as Tinkerbell in it. Mm. And I was like, find your Julia Roberts. Because it was all about how Julia Roberts is. Is she not a so, good Tinkerbell? She's so bad in that movie. She was literally going through a divorce at the time. And it's now been literally explained <laughs> historically <laughs> why she was so bad. She's so bad in it. It's mind Well, she played a, she played wow. a prostitute as Tinkerbell. Yes. Mm. I mean, basically. I mean, it's <laughs> pretty fairy. Is the name <laughs> of it. Fairy. It's pretty crazy. She's brutal. But then the movie itself is so good. I mean, uh, what, what's the? I never thought of her Bob, as being bad in it. Honestly, watch it again. You can't even. Okay, no, I'll rewatch it. To her is it I, just like I walk by sound off? Mm. Is it? Know that she's. Doing I love it. having you. these three takes. Seen it seven hundred <laughs> times. Seen it. Doesn't really know. Seen it on mute. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think she was all right when I wasn't looking or hearing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it bad acting or a bad take everything, on it? Oh, everything bad. Everything bad. There's nothing good about Julia Roberts. It really about. derailed her career. Versus <laughs> Bob. What was his name? Bob Hoskins. Bob Bowie. No. Bob, <laughs> Bob Hoskins. Bob Costas. Bob no, Costas. That's <laughs> the name of the guy. The I guy. Tell you how much it matters. The guy in what? The, uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? No one was uh, thinking about who yeah, framed Roger Rabbit. Replace me, you little goof. Who was the guy in the uh, other movie? What is his name? <laughs> we haven't said any details. Me. Right, right, right. I don't Thank remember his you. name. <laughs> I, I, no, I know what you're talking about. Yes. But no one thought, uh, yeah, I wasn't thinking who framed Roger Rabbit. Well, because that's his best known movie. I haven't I seen that like. one either. Sure. You haven't seen who framed Roger Rabbit? I think Rabbit? it's hard to pull wow. off the half animated, half real movies. They uh, pulled that they, movie. That one pulls it off. They smooch. They kiss in it, and it looks great. It looks amazing. That movie is. All right. That's a great movie. We are one third of the way into our second question. And sneaky good, (laughs) sneaky good ride at Disneyland. Oh, okay. I don't think I wrote that. Sneaky good ride is the alt title for Aladdin. (laughs) It's also the nickname of my penis. 
Hey. Sam, stop doing your Adam impression. It's pretty good, though. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean... The world to me if you let people know about this uh i'm going to be doing more shows as well seattle portland santa cruz bay area look out for that but if, if you could please let people know the 22nd 24th and 27th i'm going to be in denver boulder and fort collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia uh aka suicide disease this is a show i've been working out uh for a while that that has been extremely fulfilling and uh wonderful uh you know despite not being good feeling physically um you know i know i harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation this has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing so i have uh, uh i'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than los angeles so please if you're in denver boulder Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. All right, Sam, what's your favorite movie? It's either Billy Madison mm-hmm. or oh. The Fly. Okay. Adam, what's your favorite movie? I hate to have a... I know this is like a, a, a dumb, douchey dude uh, answer to it, but it immediately lit up in my head. I know my favorite movie is The Big Lebowski. Great. Danny, what movie have you seen the most? Is it Hook? No. Movie I've seen... <laughs> <laughs> movie I've seen the, the most... Of uh, I'm thinking. Of th- I know. I feel like I take so long, but I get the question first. This isn't fair. They have time yeah, to I'm prepare. Well, I'll go if you want to think about it. Yeah, you go. I know immediately because I used to rewatch these every time they'd come on uh, Comedy Central, or whatever. But uh, it's, it's a t- probably a tie between PCU and Airheads. Oh yeah, Airheads was on Comedy Central every these. day, and PCU was for a long time yeah. too. And I I love both of those movies, yeah. and so I, yeah, I've seen them both a ton. New rule for the game: anyone can answer when they think of their answer. Mine's Bring It On. I I think I could do Bring every it on line came up from last that movie. Time. We were talking about it on here, dude. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Oh. Okay, I've seen Ooh. that movie. That is my go-to plane movie, so I've probably seen it seven hundred times. I love Goodfellas. Cool. It's so good. I'm in the middle of a Sopranos rewatch. Oh, yeah. So it's nice to go see see my friends from Sopranos in a different setting. Yeah. yeah. But kind of the same setting. Oh, kind of the same setting. setting. That's what I love. Hey, really, Doctor really, Melfi. Those guys really cornered the market. Yeah. All right, everybody here. Have you ever had a movie poster up in your room? Yes. Oh, my God. What I movie? had a Howard Stern private parts movie. Hell yeah! 
that I got. It yes. was like in a Rolling Stone or something. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And that movie was big for me because there was some fun nudity when you're a teenage that, yeah, boy. Yeah, that's a good that's movie. Good. I liked that. Yeah. I liked the first. I haven't I seen enjoyed it, time, it, but I thought it was good. It's better than Howard Stern movie has any business being. It was, it was like at his peak really and it's fun. good Howard and it's Stern funny. and Eminem are the two where it's like if you're going to make a movie yeah. about your life, look at what they did. Yeah. Yes. They did a really good job both yeah. of them. All right. Any other movie posters? I had a Little Miss Sunshine poster. Oh, I love movie. that poster. That is a good it's movie, too. It's a good too. poster. Um, no, I don't think I ever did. I had a Justin. I famously had a Justin Bieber. Famously. Famously. Had a Justin Bieber poster up in my room for okay. forever in like college. I had, this, I had this poster, it was like for free in a Rolling Stone, of, I mean, day one Bieber hitting. So he was like 12, and he's jumping towards the camera like Aww. this, and I had it up in my room. I like Ironically? Yes, incredibly ironically. Okay. But it was divisive. It was divisive, but I thought yeah. it was so. But I was like, he's so young; it's obviously insane. He's just so dumb looking. Yeah, you just, you just had this little boy up on your wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, again, so it was divisive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some people came over. You know, some some ladies yeah. would come back and really laugh and be like, mm-hmm. "That's so funny." And then sometimes they would they would on a like, scale of like nine to fifteen. How old was he? On a scale. <laughs> All right, Sam, have you nine had any being movie posters nine years up? Old. <laughs> nine um, being 12 and 15 being 15. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a movie poster. When you're talking about the, the private part or the Howard Stern movie, yeah. I remember my dad had, was it a book also? Yeah, I think it was a book also. I think also. my dad had either the book or like the VHS, and I remember seeing the cover and being like, that is insane I think it was, that you can do that. Like, yeah. I think it, it was like shirtless. my mind. Shh. Shirtless, how shirtless Joe Jackson like, with uh, like buildings in front buildings of Buildings in front of the junk. And yeah. I just remember yeah. being like, what? Why would this man do I that? I assume it was the Empire State Building or something like that. Probably. Yeah. Probably. All right, next question for everybody here. What's your favorite movie franchise? Star Wars. Star Wars? Quick answer. I guess my my, my quick popped into my head is Ghostbusters, maybe. Okay. I've never seen any Ghostbusters. Franchise? What? Is Ghostbusters not a franchise? I would say it is at this well, point. Yeah, if, I, if, if like you like all, you like uh, you like more than just the first one. I love the first Ghostbusters. I love the second Ghostbusters, the one with the slime and the Statue of Liberty, and I like the one that had the Stranger Kids thing, the Stranger Things kid in it. And um, I tried to watch the one with Kate McKinnon and everything, and I think it's fine, but it's uh, it was uh, it's not made. This isn't like me. I'm, by the way, I'm not going to do a take where it's like it's not my childhood Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's uh, it's not it's not done the same way where no, it like, I, feels I, like a scary. It's for movie. someone else's childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's, whatever. To me, one of the I I love a lot of people involved in that movie. That movie to me is a great example. If you want to look on a blueprint of how Hollywood, not anybody involved in the movie except execs, can ruin a movie. Yeah. When you know the inside story of how much they reshot re-edited, reconfigured that plot plot, and then you watch that movie again, including the part where there was a huge dance number. Right, they I heard cut, that it was they actually... cut the dance number, so if you, there's one part of the movie where they come out of this building and everybody's like this, but there's no explanation <laughs> as to why they're oh like this. Imagine like execs cut the dancing out of Footloose, <laughs> and it's just like about a guy negotiating with it the town. could be... <laughs> Dirty dancing. There's no dancing. <laughs> dirty standing. Pure exact. <laughs> dirty yeah, dancing. No, I, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's no question in my mind that 
the people in that movie are hilarious people. Uh, literally some and, of the funniest people on the planet yeah, yeah. put in a room and then they just put that script. I it was remember, actually a Sixth Sense sequel until Execs got a hold of it and they pigeonholed it into <laughs> Ghostbusters. I remember seeing the trailer and one of the lines was like someone hurt and it was like, that's going to leave a mark. And I was like, you, how do you do that? How do you still put that line oh, in a remember, movie? Do you remember the line where- I uh, said that when I bumped into a cabinet like this week. <laughs> Do you remember in the movie? You stole it from Ghostbusters. Do you remember in the movie? Because I remember seeing it in a crowded theater. Yeah. And there was a lot of pressure. To remember, there was like a big kind of societal thing of like, yeah. if you don't like this fucking movie, you're a piece of shit scumbag. You hate And women. so I went to see it because I was like, all right, I don't hate women. I don't, I've heard literally nothing from my inside scoop from people I know involved in the movie who are like, this is a train wreck. But I went to see it. That's and I remember trying to be like really positive. And I remember there was this line where there was like a big blow up thing. And there had been this like runner about like a pocket knife or something, and they the thing like goes down, and then sometimes she goes, and it's one of them just goes. Sometimes all it takes is a pocket knife, and I just remember going, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, so did the other two hundred people in the theater. Everybody at that point, I was like, I was like, for two hours, I've been, you know, just yeah. trying to trying to get into it, trying to let it. I even argued the first thirty minutes very strong. And then, who'd you argue that with? <laughs> Myself. <laughs> Where's this podcast? R slash incel slash Danny Jollis. I, I left, and I was like, I guess I'm a bad person. I don't know. I never saw it. <laughs> no, I, like I, said, I, I, I totally think that was a. I, I have no problem with that movie, but I, I don't yeah. consider it. Right. So I don't know how to say. That. Uh, yeah. No, no. The order no. you like them in is the percentage of men is the highest, down to the percentage. And by the way, I said I said Star Wars, and obviously the prequels are a train wreck. Yeah. And I have you seen this like retconning of love that the prequels have been getting for younger people? Yeah, because it's, that's funny. It's like new. It's, it's, it's like wild. young people like newer Metallica albums. It's it weird. Is. It's we don't know. They they what? don't like the newest three Star Wars because they want to hate those. Yeah. So they're like, you know, the the prequels are actually better than. And it's like, no, no, the third one isn't trash. That's all of the prequels. And the other ones are like watchable. And I watched them all for the first time pretty recently, like maybe wow. two and a half years ago, all the Star Wars. And um, <laughs> the I'm like, they're fine. They're boring. They don't make they're Clearly, it was nice. George Lucas got to make a thing he wanted to make with like no one telling him anything, but they're not. You can't go back and say they're. People talk about like episode one and two, like they're on the level of great Star Wars things. No. They are not. Nobody who likes Star I think. I think that they are not an embarrassment. I don't think that they hurt anyone. I think that they. I think we all survived the experience of them coming out. I, <laughs> I think didn't there even are people see who them. Over dramatic, and I'm it. not that into Star Wars. I do like it a lot now. Mm -hmm. I love the TV Star Wars stuff, The Mandalorian. I started watching Andor. It's really good. Andor is incredible. I think that. I don't think, even though I didn't wasn't into it at all. People, kids now can't understand what the world was with the new Star Wars movie coming out when Episode One came out. Yes. It was insane. And the most famous thing in the world had a new one after 30 years. And that was crazy. And that was one was good. Big... That one was like fun. Well, it was good for our age. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, literally, I'm not a huge like Star Wars fan. Like I like I don't I'm not like I just enjoy Star Wars. I love the the, the original 3. I enjoy and I've seen multiple times, and then when the new, like, big one came out, like, the first two that came, I was like, oh, and I was excited, and uh, and that's Well, it. Darth that's my... Maul is so tight. Yeah. I remember, I remember, I remember so going to see it so excited and then being very disappointed. But but I, I was a kid, so, it, you know, Jar Jar Binks wasn't offensive to me because I was like, it kind of makes me laugh. I'm a child. Yeah. That, no, What's see, offensive about Jar Jar Binks? Well, it turns out it's a... Uh, it, it, watching it as an adult, it uh, is a slightly tough 
uh, to see that character. No, no, it's satire. Yeah, it's, no, it's not. What it's is it brutal. Satire? It's not. It's not. I don't know why people don't like Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks so well, much. I mean, tough. I yeah. It's tough when you rewatch it. He, okay. He's tough to watch. But I will say, as a kid, I didn't hate it. But I will say, I cried in seven because oh. I was just so excited that the. Th- for, well, I, if anybody has watched Danny's new special, they'll know that the waterworks have opened and he cries at everything That's now. true. <laughs> that is true. I respect that. But I did cry at seven because I felt like... I want to isolate I this clip like this to make it look like you that... cried watching the movie seven. <laughs> <laughs> I cried at seven because I invested in Goop and I didn't know that that was even going to happen to her. <laughs> I just was... Just was working with somebody who was really into goop. Like, was it Gwyneth Paltrow? Uh, <laughs> Sam, what's your favorite movie franchise? Probably Fast and the Furious, but I gotta huh? I gotta kind of preface that by saying like I'm not good at watching movies, um, so I haven't seen all of them, well, and I the don't know the characters' you. names. Nah, you at got all. it. Okay, uh, that's I pretty like, much how you want to enjoy the Fast the and Furious. Cars are very fast. They are and Furious, <laughs> which Historically, I love. <laughs> some of them are only Fast Five, and some of them are only Furious Seven. But yes. Uh, I just like the vibe. I actually fell off on Fast and the <laughs> Furious, which I never thought I would do. Same here. Mm. So did Paul Walker. Mm. Boo. I don't know anything about anything. I, I his name should. Too bad his name wasn't Paul Driver. <laughs> Boo. Shame on you, both. I can't believe I've never heard that joke before. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm tweeting it. I can. I'm going to tweet it next year. I'm going to yeah. tweet it next 9-11. Too yeah. bad his name wasn't Paul Driver. No context. Happy... 9 <laughs> Hashtag. Uh, okay. Was Paul Qu- Walker a person that people liked? Yes. Okay, yeah. then yeah. I very much apologize for he my He came joke. on, I, I think he... <laughs> really, I don't know, I don't know anything I about the franchise. He was in that franchise secret the, society, the Skulls. I don't know anything. What? I just, well, I did skulls. a cheap joke. Oh. I said Paul sucked. Driver, and I knew the answer. I think Christopher Plummer's last name should have been Actor. <laughs> Oh, Dude. my bad, Mike. Uh, did you see? Did you I'm see uh, P- Pulp Fiction with Christopher Acton? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone? Any actor whose last name is, is a, a verb? verb yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has anyone here ever fallen in love with a barista? Oh, that's my yeah. next question. No. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Uh, what popular beloved movie do you just not love? I know I have a bunch of these. Great question. Great question. Love this question. It's a ponderable. <laughs> Someone's like, I actually don't love this question. I mean, you guys all do, but I just yeah. don't really love it. Because it's a good one. Because it's like there are movies out there where you're like, man, people love this thing. And I just don't get it. But what's a good example of it? Because usually you can see the value. Yeah. You know, usually you see. <laughs> <laughs> There's what? three different levels of care going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely the most in it. But that's that's where I live. All right, you can think about it. We'll skip it. We'll go to the next question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you ever walked out of a movie? Yeah. What movie? Ooh. Uh the fir- so th- this is like the origin of when I was like, I oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> this is the first time I was like, man, maybe movies like aren't for me. Was I saw uh, Lord of the Rings with my stepmom, and it was so long. And I just remember being like, I can't sit still anymore. I gotta go. There's something ironic to slowly walking out of Lord of the Rings, oh, which yeah. is a movie where I was that's on all a journey out yeah. of the movie theater. <laughs> you just like <laughs> walking and eating bread on your yeah. way out of it. Then a few months later, I went with my friends. This was like still in high school. I went to see Knocked Up, the Seth Rogen movie, mm-hmm. and I, I like we drank a bunch of energy drinks. 
because that was like really big in high school. Uh, and I remember getting like really antsy and being like, oh yeah, I remember I figured out this new thing where you can like walk out of the theater. You don't have to watch it all. Uh, and that was that was the beginning of the end. They that don't lock like, the doors. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can just leave any movie. They're so well, fucking Well, during long. Batman showings in Colorado, they, <laughs> they do. Um, yeah, yeah. Funny yeah. It's also crazy because Knocked Up, I want to say, is in 90 minute movie. I mean, not, Knocked uh, Up is not that long. Yeah, that's how long the, it takes like, before anything happens in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Lord of the Rings. Made... Lord of the Rings. I think we all, I would also argue potentially, at least Lord of the Rings, uh, Hobbit onward. Like, first three, okay, I can argue the length because they're pretty cool. But Hobbit onward, you want to talk about a movie people love that I'm like, I don't fucking get. I like the phrase <laughs> Hobbit onward. Hobbit onward. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hobbit onward and upward. <laughs> that sounds like a character in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, this is I Hobbit and onward. I couldn't watch that Amazon series to save my life. The Amazon life. show was biz- When I saw Return of the King in theaters because I love the Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, and then everything since then I think has been very bad. Yeah, see, that's what I when said. I watched Return of the King in theaters, <laughs> it has like four endings. Like it keeps going uh-huh. because it like slowly fades to black. After oh, two or three, it fades to black fades for 45 to black. minutes. It fades to black. They roll the credits in between every one, too. Uh, it, it, like, it like faded to black. Like they're like, like it ends, and Frodo's in this bed, and he sees his friends, and he's waking up from the, and he's celebrating. It fades to black. A guy stood up, like in like one of the front, like right in front of like the disability seat, you know, where there's the ramp. He stood up, and then it came back in, and he goes, Come on! <laughs> he sat back down in the chair. Dude. It's like when it's like when you're yeah. at a baseball game and it's an extra innings and you're like, just it's the 16th inning. Someone gets zero someone zero. Do something. Yeah. yeah, they haven't they haven't served drinks since the fifth inning. I feel so no kindred to that to that guy. Yeah, when you think the movie's over, yeah. I, uh, my, I mentally start being like, now I'm on my way out. Yeah. And then it's not. Yeah, it's like when they don't tell you you're on your second. You, you don't know how many comedians are left on a show. Mm. Oh man. The worst. Mm-hmm. Just someone as a host, says, just be like, "Hey guys, we got two more awesome comedians." Just so everyone knows where when it's coming. How many times yeah. I've had to say it to the host? I've yeah, been like tell them there's I'm, two more. I'm the two more, or tell them I'm the last. Like, someone usually, came up. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, I'm like tell them I'm the final comic, and they're like, it's like always sounds like I'm like trying to be cocky. I'm like, no, I'm trying to show them the light. Yeah, right, exactly. Because the last comic can do great because everyone's excited that the. Sh- I had someone come yeah. up to me the other night show and say, "There's only seven than you." What? Meaning I was there, se- and the show had been going. No, and I'm, there were seven more. I was about to be like, oh, so there's only seven left, because I'm yeah. I'm not be here. I'm I sleepy. Mean, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Just don't even tell me what's going on yet. <laughs> tell it's me like, to come back. Tell me to come like back. It's like a Tim Burton character yeah. showed me how I was gonna die. <laughs> In seven comedians, you <laughs> All right. will do your jokes. We're gonna take a break, probably. <laughs> I got a good one that I walked out of. Oh, okay. Mortal Kombat <laughs> two. Why'd you walk out? <laughs> I got a real good controversial one I walked out of. This one no one cares about. <laughs> nah, that's all. Were it. you too amped? Were you like, I gotta, bu- I gotta go fight? I think I think me and my buddy were just too old to see it. Sam walked out of Lord of the Rings. You fought out of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Is Mortal Kombat considered a good movie series franchise? <sighs> no. I doubt it. No. The so, first right? one I really enjoyed when I was a kid. It was fun and had fun music. And then the second one was just so bad and impossible to follow, I think. And then... um. Didn't they make a new one just like a, in the last yeah. couple of years? I yeah. don't remember. I watched like 10 well. minutes of I mean, it. It's very hard. I mean, those that's the kind of movie where I'm like, every time they do like a new Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, etc. And I'm like, those video games are built 
around no plot. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. not really a you story. You are, and, yeah. and that's okay. It's just one of the franchises we just shouldn't. No one's supposed to be the main hero. Just do the thing. Just don't do this. And they always try, and I'm like, why? It it bombs every single time. It's the same in the opposite way, where they turn a movie that's very like character and plot driven into a video game, and it's really tough. Like I was actually playing uh, the video game uh, Do the Right Thing, <laughs> and they made every character playable, and it was tough. How'd you do the right thing? I had to throw a trash can through a pizzeria window. That's the right thing, uh, if I've ever heard it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, we're going to go to a break right before our, that riff about Do the Right Thing. <laughs> I couldn't think of any movies. I, I, I wanted to say Goodwill Hunting, the video game. <laughs> That's I the was, one I really wanted to I think know. was so Goodwill Hunting, but instead the syllables are the same for do the right thing. And that's what it did it for me. Honestly, taking any movie and riffing what the video game would be could be. I think totally do fun. the right thing or or Goodwill Hunting is the f- would be such a funny video game. You collect apples. So you yeah, exactly. You <laughs> have to collect apples. It's like you have to click Robin Wood, tell hit triangle to say it's not his fault. Keep holding. That movie won best screenplay, and it's great. But his name is Will Hunting. <laughs> They're so goofy. <laughs> What's the name of that video game where it's like you're in a security room and everywhere every, you try to like look, but if you don't look in the direction, the character, the like scary thing gets closer to you. Ooh, that sounds so scary. That sounds like my night life. Like, anyway, like night terrors. Anyway, if that was like the video dreaming. game, but it was mm-hmm. you, you waiting for him to not be in the classroom that day. Yeah. That's what it was going for. <laughs> I would love. Track to life I would love one. just a dramatic. The Simpsons <laughs> had good so video scary. games. Yeah. I really want to play the uh, Sopranos video game. Yeah. Road to Respect. Road Is that to real? Respect. Is that a real game? I think it's, it's supposed real. to be good. Yeah. I really want to play it. There's Wait a- for real? Yeah. Yes, and I think it's supposed to be like actually decent. There's absolutely. Wow. You need food. Get some gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> if you turn the wrong way, the gabagools get closer <laughs> to you in the dark. <laughs> Uh, so Danny, you've never you want to go, go get candy. something? Go get some candy. Just have some candy. You've earned it. Um, now I just all I want to think about is uh, the actual break is going to be after the Gabagool riff. Do you know what was a good movie video game? The Matrix. Oh, I didn't know they made it. Wasn't it? Didn't they kill Morpheus in it and it was canon to the franchise? They like, <laughs> they, like killed wild Morpheus shit. It in was the video. Un- game. It was so good. The way they did like slowing down time was like really well done. It was a great video game. I mean, it was cool. What, 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 I never played I never I never played like the complicated Nothing. story video games. <laughs> didn't they make a video game out of the uh, National Basketball Association? <laughs> 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 My f- what's your favorite show that turned into a movie? Mine's the National Basketball <laughs> yeah. Association. Probably, probably NBA, the, the NBA, uh, nine, yeah, two thousand eight oh, to two thousand nine so season. Funny. Mine's Italians on go karts <laughs> <laughs> and turtles. <laughs> Diddy Kong Racing is an underrated game. It, is. It, it introduced the things that aren't carts first, like the boats and the, uh-huh. Ooh, the planes, and that, that was really fun. I really like Diddy true. Kong Racing. All right, so you've, speaking of Diddy <coughs> Kong, you've never seen Donnie Darko? Never seen Donnie Darko. What, uh, would you, is there anything you want to preface before we yeah. get into your script here besides I that guess, we're an uh, hour into the podcast and we're just now getting <laughs> to the premise? Yeah, so I guess the first thing I would say is I wrote this very fast, and I don't know if this is good. Secondly, 
I would just say, um, yeah, I don't know much about this movie other than what I know. and That's how I am with a lot of things. Mm. I did, like, <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I never got, I never saw it. I, I know of it as in the world. I know kind of, like, lore about it, mm-hmm. but I just never saw it. Seller I, lore? That's a Donnie Darko joke. I don't know why I thought you would get it. Oh. I don't know why I thought, <laughs> why did I make the joke to the guy I know hasn't seen the movie? Come on, Danny. You don't get my obscure reference from the movie you know nothing about. Uh, so go ahead and cast it however you'd like to cast it. Some of us have two-sided printouts and some of us oh, don't. Oh, got it. I was like, it's wrong. Um, <laughs> um, I immediately had a panic. Okay, so uh, let's do... Am, am I supposed to play... No, so I probably do stage You'll do the wall to wall, do those stage directions. You'll do stage directions? You will. Danny, 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 I'm pointing you. Danny does stage directions. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, Mother. Mother. Father. Father. Also Donnie. Okay. Wow, you did not seem confident in casting me as Donnie. Or me. Well, you need to be Rabbit. Okay. Which I believe is a character. And then, yep. Cameraman is... That can be figured out. And I think that's all the characters. Rabbit. And uh, again, I wrote this uh, at like 1 a.m. last night, basically. <clears throat> Will you begin? Mm-hmm. Okay. Danny Darko. Ooh. Oh. That's not what I called it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know its real name. Donnie Danko. Donnie Darko <laughs> by Danny Jollis. Interior, suburban house, kitchen, day. It's a house, but it's dark. This movie is dark, so I assume every scene is shot dark. Creepy, like that house in Stranger Things, a show that I have watched. A mother and father sit at a kitchen table. It's dark. Why don't we just put more lights in the house? Because we don't have any fucking money. Why don't you get a job and then we can put more lights in the house? Well then, who would watch the kids, you fucking moron? Oh, you're about, you go about the kids again, <laughs> complaining about kids when I didn't even fucking want kids. You wanted kids, and now you bitch and moan about Donnie and his less, and his <laughs> less important to the plot sister. Okay, here we go, blaming me for the kids, like I had a choice. Well, you should have had it. Well, you should have a choice. Danny, I'm fucking butchering your beautiful you're doing thing. Great. I, well, you should have a choice. And they both turn and stare down the barrel of the camera. Hashtag vote blue scrolls at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> scrolls at the bottom of the screen. This is why this movie won awards. They go back to fighting. How about you get off my back? I'll get off your fucking back when these fucking kids shut the fuck up. <laughs> As they yell, we slowly move out of the room and up the staircase. At one point, the camera bumps into a railing. It's so fucking dark in here. That was a cameraman. We, fi- <laughs> we finally make our way into interior children's bedroom. Day, but you can't tell. <laughs> And in this bedroom sits a boy. His hair is black. His eyes are sunken. He looks sad. This is Donnie Darko. Writer's note. While Jake Gyllenhaal is a sensational actor, this is him as a kid, I believe. So he is bad in this. All kid actors are bad. I haven't seen this movie, so I can't confirm, but I can almost assure you he is bad in this. Donnie looks around his room. He's sad and angry and looks like a dark version of when he was in Bubble Boy. Great movie that I have seen. (laughs) Wow, I'm just so angry. Being a kid sucks. My room has no lights and my parents hate me. I'm mad, and because I'm a kid, there's nothing I can do about it. (laughs) A sick, dark laugh pierces the room. Donnie looks around, scared. Who is that? Who's there? (laughs) Donnie cowers, terrified. 
Suddenly, a rabbit stands in the doorway that is voiced by Seth Rogen. I know he's in this movie, but I don't know what he does, so I'm assuming he's the rabbit. There's a rabbit in this, right? I'm high. Who are you? I'm a rabbit. He takes a big bite of an apple. Apple? Oh, because it should be a carrot? Stereotypes, dude. <laughs> Rabbits like apples, too, and it's really offensive to us when people assume we're only eating carrots. I, I apologize. Why are you here? Because I'm a part of your brain, you stupid child. <laughs> I'm here to tell you how you really feel. I'm here to unlock the inner workings of your brain. I'm here to help you become the real you. Who's the real me? The rabbit pulls out a bloody knife. A killer. The rabbit morphs into a baby, then a 1099 document, <laughs> then back into a rabbit. 1099 document. Back into a rabbit. Why? Because it's an art film and it does weird shit like that. A killer? Yes, you were meant to kill. Your name is literally Danny Darko, which, by the way, is a dumb fucking name. You gotta kill. Now kill. Donnie looks at his hand. There's now a knife in it. Kill. In walks Maggie Gyllenhaal. I guess she's also in this and plays his sister. I'm assuming, but I've never seen her as a kid or realized she was a child actor also. So for the sake of argument, she's as old as she is now, opposite the child Jake Gyllenhaal. That's art. What's up, bro? Donnie Darko stabs her right in the throat. Blood spews. <laughs> blood spews like in a Quentin Tarantino movie. She slowly dies as blood gushes out of her throat. Whoa, that felt great. There are now five rabbits staring at him. <laughs> they speak in unison and all have Seth Rogen's voice. Kill your parents now. Wow, more of you? I, <laughs> I guess it's true what they say about rabbits. You guys do fuck a lot. Not all. And stereotypes hurt. They all stare down the barrel. Cheap stereotypes hurt everyone. Hashtag vote blue scrolls along the bottom. <laughs> in the background, we hear a standing ovation in a Hollywood theater. All right, I will. <laughs> Donnie runs out of his room with the rabbit close behind. They run down the stairs, bumping into things as they go because it's dark, like the comedy of this film. <laughs> Finally, Donnie turns the corner and stares at his parents, who are still fighting. Nobody wanted the kids. Oh, look, it's the boy. Donnie takes the knife and jams it into the gut of his father. What? Why? What? Seth Rogen laughs his laugh and blood flows all over the room. Donnie, why? Donnie stabs his father one more time and the father falls to the ground dead. Let there be light, baby. <laughs> the mother gets on her knees and begs for mercy. Please, Donnie, please. Do it, Donnie. Donnie smiles an evil smile. Time for Donnie Darko to become who he was always meant to be. He raises the knife up in the air. And stabs the rabbit. Donnie, no! <laughs> Sorry, rabbit. I love my mama and Sorry, I won't rabbit. kill her. Now you leave us alone. You die, rabbit. You die. <laughs> the rabbit falls and Donnie hugs his mother. You see what I did, Mom? I love you. I love you so much, turned Jewish. I love you so much. B. I can't actually see what you did. Seems like you just stabbed air. They both turn to the camera. And, and that's, that's why, why mental, mental health, health is, is important. important. <laughs> Hashtag vote blue <laughs> scrolls along the bottom as we hear in the background a Hollywood exec come. End oh. of movie. <laughs> vote blue. I love it. <laughs> How okay. close am I? I know me and Kyle looked at each other at one point. I have no memory of Seth Rogen being in this movie. Whatsoever. Yeah, it, he is? Yep. I don't remember that at all. 
Seth Rogen is I did some Ricky Danforth. Ricky, yeah, in Seth Donnie Rogen is in Donnie Darko. Who's I don't Ricky? remember. I, just, I, I, I wouldn't have even known who he was. Oh, back he's when just this movie one of out. the kids from his school <laughs> oh. for like two seconds. Wow. wow. I knew that Seth Rogen was was in this movie peripherally. <laughs> That's crazy. It's like a funny. Credit. Also, I don't think. Yeah. I, Jake Gyllenhaal wasn't a kid in this, was he? He was probably like twenty. I don't know. Yeah, I he definitely. Was he kid. wasn't like a child actor. Oh. He was no, ni- but he was nineteen when he was in Donnie Darko. But also he hmm. he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't like watching like Jake Gyllenhaal now. Where you're like, this is you know, of course, as good I, as someone. I as thought he does. was younger, and I just assume all kids are bad actors. Uh, yeah, you're correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, if a kid isn't so bad at acting that it distracts you from the movie, they give him an Oscar. Yes. <laughs> and it's happened two times. <laughs> <laughs> and it's happened because they shouldn't be good. Yeah, no, they a don't. kid shouldn't be able to like be like pre- I'm gonna pretend mentally, to dramatically mentally go through as this. Mentally, a child yeah. being able to understand even like what it is of like a fa- Ugh, it's got it's so creepy. Hard. This it's age creepy. was I oh, would I, I would be surprised if he just now learned how to spell his last name. At I've 19. acted with I've acted with so many kids and every time I fucking hate most of, like meeting them is so because they're they're coached by their parents. at least their parents so are normal. Much. <laughs> yeah, so when their parents come in with like real like the way I always describe it is like theater kid energy. Yeah. Parents come in really like, hello, it's like so good to see. Wow. And then the kid always comes in and they're just like trained. Mm-hmm. So they're like little adults, but they're kids. So they'll like walk Aww. up to you and you'll be like, Hey, like like who's my acting bites in? And he's like he's like, Hello, I'm Jonathan. Nice to meet you. And you're like, Ugh <laughs> <laughs> I know. Jonathan. Jonathan? Ugh. You're like, Jonathan, are you excited you're gonna have a fun day? I will. I feel very prepared. I haven't been to school in nine years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm eight. <laughs> They'll like, but they'll I have like, more money than you. They'll, have like, <laughs> they'll like say kid things, but it's so true. So I've acted with some kids and things where I'm like, God, you make so much more money than me. I and believe you what you no mean bills. is uh, their parents have more money than you. Well, it matters to the kid. Yeah. Now, this movie also famously had a child actor in it who, as an adult, Drew Barrymore, is in Donnie Darko as what? well. That's right. I remember that. I remember, She's the teacher. I, I looked quickly. Cellar door. She's I the cellar door teacher. I looked yes. quickly at. Because Ca- that's how I saw Seth Rogen. I look at the cast really quick because yeah. I was like, because I was like, There's let me try to because rem- really I remembered a rabbit. There was a rabbit in it. Yeah. Okay. So I remembered there was a rabbit. The rabbit actually you represented pretty well. Oh, there, you really kind of yeah. did nail the rabbit's existence in the movie. Yeah, I felt it was. Yeah, I I, I knew there was a rabbit, and I knew he's it not was just an- straight up possessing him to kill, but you're sort of like this this nihilistic ghost. That's what I figured. <laughs> I, I knew it was a culty art film. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to assume this rabbit is like dumb. And so that's what I did there. Seth Rogen, I probably knew was wrong, but I knew he was in the movie and I mm-hmm. thought that was fun. It is fun. I did not. I saw Drew Barrymore, but I was like, nah, I don't have played oh, that. Boy, were you fucking wrong about that Seth Rogen thing being fun? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I don't let go of. <laughs> the rabbit smokes a big fucking bomb. <laughs> <laughs> he made a bubble. I love Seth Rogen. He I seems so happy. Yeah, he's the best. It's actually wild how happy he seems. It's, he's also it's, just so good. It's like self-actualized. Everything he does, I'm like, oh, that's really, like, he puts such effort into his stuff. I know. I want to someday afford one of his ashtrays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like makes ceramics, and they're amazing. And then you look them up, and you're like, ah, fucking four hundred dollars. I saw a big poster of of his uh, smoking apparatuses. Like as soon as I got off 
the airplane. I was like, man, LA is weird. <laughs> they, wait, they had an ad for that, like at LAX? No, not at LAX, but like, like when I was like being driven into the city, I saw like you know like a oh, band yeah, yeah, and yeah. A sure. something else and a product, and then oh, the next thing was like, oh, we do have this. products here. Yeah, you not, think not, that's not where I'm from? So you see the rest of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> These people, Holly Weird. I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> I came up with Holly Weird. Did you? Nice. Yeah, it was it was a month ago, but that's I just unbelievable. Said it for the first time. So if anyone said it in the interim, yeah, I came up with a Holly Weed. I'm the one who put it on the. I knew that was you. Right, you're promoting a Kurt Braunler album. Do you know what's really fun? <laughs> Posting a joke online, and yeah. then no matter what joke it is, and no matter how specific to your life it is, having at least one comment of like "You stole this from," and then a comic who's been doing it less time than you, who for sure has nothing to do with your. It's. Every Danny fucking joke. Danny, I get. I've gotten now uh, two. One happened this week, and one happened about a year ago. I have had. I have been accused uh, on a on an Instagram reel of stealing a joke, mm-hmm. and then I said, "Who stole it?" And uh, one time they sent me a video of an earlier version of me telling the joke. <laughs> And the other time, the guy said, "Sorry, I went back through my email. It was you. I had attributed it to Kyle Kinney." And both times, it was me. Uh, and I was like, "They people will just uh, accuse you. They want to accuse you of stealing yeah. so quickly and so bad. And if they get you and it goes viral, and then they go back, it's already too late." Look, if already. you want to catch me for stealing, just find me outside of a CVS. You don't have hey. to like look at my jokes online. Catch me in the back of a Ali Wong show writing down notes. That's catch where I'm stealing them from. No, I mean, or whatever. I'm no, sorry. no stand-up comic is stealing jokes who has any amount of respectability to that. Like, if no. anybody who is anything, they don't steal. It's so ridiculous. Especially now, if you're watching a comedian that has a few things out already and yeah. they haven't stolen, the chance that they're actually starting yeah, to steal now, now, now is, is so the moment. Small. I'm like, let me get in yeah. there. Uh, I'd do that. I, I had one. <laughs> Just because they'll not? never accept I'm gonna I'm going to be pregnant. I had one where... <laughs> By the way, yay or nay is on uh, my last special. <laughs> it is. Is it really? Yeah. Are you serious? I go, yeah. I go, do you guys, that's my newest joke. It's about horse. I do a joke about horses, and I go, that's my newest joke. Do you like it? Yay or nay? Oh, that's so funny. Sorry. God, yeah. I didn't, but I didn't feel like saying it. You like retroactively edit your special to have that clip on it now? Yeah. I would love to. Damn. I also did it in a horse mask on a different video. Guys, you guys want to hear some jokes? Yay or nay? Fuck. I know that that's video, awesome. actually. I bet that sat around in my head, and then wow. I thought of it. No, you I Robin know Williams it. Right. You Robin Williams it. You I soaked did. it up, and you I didn't know where myself. it came from. It's okay. No one's mad. But did you notice how in the moment I wasn't like, Kyle, you just stole my joke. You I waited until now. You wouldn't comment to that on my brain surgery picture on Instagram. You said, Kyle, you just stole a joke from me on I'm also never going to I'm never gonna give a comedian shit for stealing a joke who's had brain surgery. Because <laughs> I won't remember. You're like, I don't die brain surgery. Maybe you can get away with a lot. Yeah. You can do a whole Ellen there. special as far, and I, don't, and I won't even care. I could do a hole in the back of my head. <laughs> I, do, I had one where... It was just a different one, but I posted this old joke of mine. And then somebody commented, and they were like, you stole this from Shane Gillis, who I know, and I like Shane. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was like, what? but you stole this from Shane Gillis. And then I commented, I was like, I was like, well, what if I told you? This clip is very old. Mm-hmm. So it appears as if Shane stole it from me. Shane didn't steal it from me. No. Uh, but I replied that, and they were, and he was like, he replies and he was like, "Oh, I guess there is just like parallel thinking." Oh yeah. Uh, and I was like, "So," and I and I, I was like, "I was like, so when it's this way, it's parallel thinking." But you started this with you. you no, Mick. Started. Actually, I stole this from Amy Schumer. Yeah. <laughs> now how do you feel? Now how do you feel, Internet? Yeah, I got someone from some comedian from like Las Vegas posted this huge thing. I'm not even on Facebook anymore. Posted this huge thing on Facebook about how. Uh, 
I stole a joke of theirs, and it's a joke that I did like on Conan and have like a set of me doing from like 2015 when uh-huh. I first wrote it, a tape of it. That's what's awesome. And then they messaged the me, they messaged the me tapes. a bunch, and then all these people were messaging me, and then I was like, well, here's a clip on YouTube of me doing it in 2015. And then they did the exact same thing. They were just like, man, it's crazy how people think of stuff like, you know. It's like, oh, like, so you accused me of the most serious thing you can yeah. accuse a comic of, and then when then when you were dead wrong, it was Besides like, Cosby stuff. Besides <laughs> right, having Asterisk a sitcom. Besides, yeah. <laughs> or selling out for Jello. Although a lot. <laughs> hey, do you guys like these horse bones? Yay or nay? That's my new joke. <laughs> Although a lot of comics are stealing Jell-O. that Cosby bit these days. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, Danny. He's so Parallel influential thinking. still. He, is, he really is influential. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What a time. But well. Yeah. I oh man, I got accused of stealing. Uh, this week, I posted a joke from a 2000 uh, in like an old, old old set. I was like literally in the thing. I'm like, here's me in 2009. Uh, I just found this old clip or whatever. Yeah. And somebody's like, it was it's a bit about a metal band, and they're like, do the research. This documentary, you gotta watch this. And I was like, that came out in 2018. <laughs> it came out in 2018. <laughs> this is this. I wrote this joke according to 2007 Wikipedia. And that's yeah. it. That's it. And you're like, go, oh, you're still a lazy. Go, and it's you're so metal. lazy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a metal joke, too, so it's just metal fans who are just yeah. so well, mad. If, if the numbers don't line up for metal fans, they lose their mind. Yeah. It's, I actually read this thing about how metal fans oftentimes become classical musical fans as they get older. <laughs> and because the numbers, they're very much about like the uh, numerics of music. Oh, and the well, like, it makes. Like, I, I didn't know if you were joking or not. No, but, no, like, I'm not a at lot all. of medical. I'm, I'm, uh, medical, <laughs> metal. I'm a big metal medical and classical. Fan. Yeah. When you combine medical and uh, me- do metal you listen and- to medical Italica? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, <laughs> I'm trying to think of sleep a, with both eyes closed eight <laughs> hours a day. <laughs> metal a- medical Italica. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's just songs about coming in for your yearly physical. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I was gonna try and have someone wedge this in, Danny, but I've always wanted this story to be told so people could hear it. Uh, and we're talking about acting being. Remember when you were in that Coca-Cola ad campaign? Oh, it's one of the greatest. I it's... think about this all of the time, yeah, and I yeah. think you've done this in stand-up. So I don't want you to make you like do a bit on the podcast. I mean, I about talk about it because it is because it is a story. I've referenced it on here. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know who no no. No one knew what I was right. You know, obviously. No, it, it's a story that occasionally I will tell in a room, and someone will be like, "Oh, I've heard about this happening to someone, but I didn't know it You're was right. you." That's me. That's baby. me. Yeah, that's yeah. my yeah. story. But yes, I uh, I booked and filmed a Coca Cola campaign. There's soda. Uh, where I? Oh, you guys are from Atlanta. You where know I Coke. was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're We've, from Atlanta. Uh, I moved there in high school. Uh, so I, I lived in I I, I lived, seen the I lived in the suburbs and then I lived in Athens. But I, I know Atlanta. I've been to the I've been to the uh, Coca Cola Museum uh, many Hell multiple yeah. times. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That place rocks. Tried the cokes from all around the world. That's right when I, that's right because I just I filmed this, and then I went to Laughing Skull Festival and I wanted to go to the Coca Cola place because I was like, oh, I'm the new face of Coca Cola because I booked this. <laughs> oh thing, my I was god, like yeah. the face of Coca Cola. So I, I did like one huge ad and then like. Five like tiny ads, like a, a life changing, life changing booking, uh, 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 unbelievable amount of money. If you think about like flow, yes. or like the uh, uh, <laughs> so girl they in the AT and T, you were like the something like Flo-Cola. this. Right? So basically, Flo-Cola. they bought Flo-Cola. they bought the, the whole so campaign was built around was built around, <sighs> and so it was <laughs> ahh.com through I think twenty seven H's. Each of them had their own website mm. with games and things. And I was the scientist taking you through them. So the whole campaign was about digital, like getting people to go to this site. And uh, yeah, so I like went. I was. It was like crazy. It was such a big booking. They were so excited. I took this photos. It was a big deal. 
And then, uh, I mean, the visual really helps, but I'll show it afterwards to you guys. But um, Oh, it's my only bookmarked YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, and it's so funny. Uh, <laughs> but it came out, and um, I hadn't heard anything for Explain a while. Explain so who I you were in was, it. Yeah. So I'm the scientist. I'm a scientist. I take you through the factory. I'm yeah. telling you about ah, and how great it is because that's the noise you make when you drink Coca-Cola. You do the noise very well. I was very yeah, you booked it. I if that's like, what they wanted. Yeah, man. This is going to get us a copyright flag. You're so good at that noise. <laughs> Well, um, and then I, so they're like communicating with me because they're like, hey, it's about to come out, blah, blah. I'm seeing articles about it, but then they stopped communicating with me. And I was like, that's weird. But I'm still seeing articles. And then one day I follow Coca Cola on Facebook and they're like, meet the Coca Cola scientist. And the ad comes out and it's the commercial we shot, but over my face is a cartoon polar bear's Whoa. face. What? And over my arms are cartoon polar bear arms, but my body is still my human body. <laughs> So I'm watching myself do the commercial, but it is a different face, different arms, and, like, and, and a different voice. Cheaply cartoonized arms and face. Looks, It looks oh like so bad you can't believe they would actually do this. Like it looks so unwatchably It looks terrible. like if like you killed someone the night before it came out yes. and they had to make sure you weren't in the ad yes. is how much effort it looks like they put into it. It is stunningly awful looking. And that was me. And so sometimes people hear about because it cost me so much money because I was no longer recognizable. You know commercials. Sure. I'm no longer recognizable. So I lose all that money. You're not like a <gasps> spokesperson anymore. You're no. just like a... I'm not, I'm not in the commercial. You can't say that's me. I can. I say it to I'll everybody. Say it. I say it a lot. <laughs> I'll anyone, say it. Yeah. We stand up one at a time. I'll say it. <laughs> did anyone ever say, like, did anyone ever, anyone ever give you no, a reason? No, I've, I've always hunted for anyone from Coca-Cola who was involved in that decision. I would love to know. Uh, Sam, now is your time. Yeah. Next time I'm at the Coca-Cola Museum. I'm ask them back. I'm, I'm curious. I, I knew, yeah, I've never met anyone involved in the campaign who, like, could answer for me. That's I did so do a Pepsi crazy. commercial years and years later. That felt very good. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Um, weren't you that cop? Kendall Jenner. Every single ad I'm in ends in disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only in the most disastrous <laughs> yeah. you Wait, is that the one where they put a flower in the gun or something like that? <laughs> she handed a cop a Pepsi oh, uh, as like replacing the flower. Right, the right, right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think we need to go. Right? We've been on here a long time. How long have we been doing this podcast? Okay. Well, it's not too bad. Yeah, that's all right then. Um, but no, we, we, we can go. It's your commitment. Yeah, but I'm doing it. Yeah, this is really nice. Should we play a game or something? Yeah, let's play. Yeah, game. we'll play. Game. Game. We'll take a, do you take a break at this point? Or you go right into the game. We'll just take. We'll play the game. I'll find out where the other break is. Okay, can I go to the bathroom? Yeah, that's fine. We'll play the game while you're on. Oh no, I want to play the game. The game. It's two is, minutes long. How are you? The doing? game is Team how many movies up? can you name while Danny's in the bathroom? <laughs> we, we, we did play a game called "Is There a Bathroom in This Movie," which was really fun. I did. That's I mean, awesome. You have to tell me where there's <laughs> a bathroom in it. Uh, that's not this one. That's patreon.com slash never seen it. Here we go. This game's called Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad is Describing, having only watched a trailer and never oh, having Oh, hell yeah. One of our best okay. games. Okay. 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 Oh, wow. Guess what movie trailer <laughs> Kyle's dad is describing, okay. having only watched a trailer okay. and never having heard of wow. the movie game. How this I got game one work? of these right. You did. Live. Live show. Live show. I got one of them right. Like was... representing someone in the audience. It was the most, and this really speaks to how sad my life has been electric moments in my life like that it was so exciting because it was a it was a hard one mm -hmm. this is a hard game yeah unrelated how's game. how's being a newlywed 
<laughs> We're just listing electric moments. Uh, um, it was. Uh, it's. It's great. It's the exact same as it was. Yeah. It's very like whatever, but it's no getting a dad game right at Dynasty Typewriter. But I am. <laughs> but I am actively fucking up our honeymoon as we speak. So everybody's pretty pumped with me right now in the household. It's, uh, pretty yeah, you said you're supposed time. to be in Cabo right now, but you're oh, here in you're Burbank. In <laughs> Basically. So get, my dad's gonna describe a movie trailer. Any movie ever. You have to tell me what movie this is a trailer for. Uh, you know, we keep in mind he doesn't know anything about any movies or actors. Okay. He came to them all with a pledge. That is a really fancy dinner. He is presenting them with a direct challenge, and they hated his speech. He can't find his family. The press went crazy when they found out. So many quick shots, all with one line. I didn't know phones worked on those back then. <laughs> she says he will not negotiate. He's more than his job. He's also a husband and a father. Same. And he knows how to fight. Some gun scenes. Jumping around a plane. That explosion didn't look real. The shots are so fast now. Some fighter jets show up, showed up. It was that the new Top Gun? Heading straight for it. Does he know who he is? Mr. and Mrs. Smith. felt good about it until jumping around a plane. Yeah, I don't know. What did you think it was until the plane? So, but I can't remember if actually this is the one I got right live because the fugitive popped in my head. But I said no because then the plane thing happened and I was like, fugitive does not take place in a plane. The press, I feel like, is a... So I am actually going to say, unconfidently, Air Force One. Wow! Imagine if you had said it confidently. I thought about that. That is <laughs> incorrect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Air Force One. It is uh, Air Force One. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Air Force One. I thought Con Air when you said Air Force One. Mm. Okay. Like, Ooh, sorry. This is the music video for. Uh, congratulations. Then I was like the Jets. I was like, oh yeah, because that that movie's good. That's a great movie. Yeah, I don't remember. A Air lot Force of good movies one are wonderful. Air Force One is. <laughs> I'll say it. A good one. Great. Great. I watched that. I love. I love '90s action. You know, whatever. We're of the age. I, I most '90s movies I can watch with uh, uh, just Name enjoying one. the time. Can't hardly wait. Okay, great. So that's <laughs> never seen it, everybody. Thank you, Danny, for having never seen Do uh, Donnie Darko. Danny, my pleasure. Thank you for being here, Sam. Thank you for being here very much. Yeah, I love it. I love the script. Adam, thank you for being here very much. Of course, I if, love being if, here. If you'd like to let people know, let people know where to find the Choose Your Own Adventure. Oh yes, so I have a, a special on YouTube called You Choose. It is a Choose Your Own Adventure comedy special. Uh, it is really cool, and uh, I will say that the ending is very special, and that is something I like to say because I think a lot of people watch. You want to talk about getting yelled at? I post reels from this special, and people yell at me for the opinion, not knowing it comes from a special where I say the opposite. Yeah. Opinion. So it is. <laughs> Very fun to get yelled in that way, but it also points to the f big point of the special. It is a special with a point, which is a dumb thing to do in 2022, but I believe it. And so I hope you watch it and give it a chance. You can also see me in the feature film uh, Babylon that will be coming out December 23rd. You can see me in 
that. And follow me on yeah. on social media at Danny. Jones. Yeah, the ending. You really got to get to the ending. The specials. It's sort of yes. like like I it, it's I'm, basically yeah, the same ending. Funny, I'm telling you, I'm not where, at the end yet. Yeah, it's the same movie. It's like that movie. Remember me. It's the exact same ending. So if you haven't seen that, check that out. This um, guy. Thank you guys very much Rascal. for being here. Everyone have a wonderful day. What oh, Jesus? Thumbs up. The cameras. We haven't. We didn't use the cameras today. What? Really? Or no, we did. Yeah, it's on. No, I've been looking at them the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> You've been staring at the cameras? Yeah, I looked down the barrel all the time. Yeah. I'm it's, a bad it's... actor. I've told you that. <laughs> That's it for myself. For Danny, thank you so much. Thank you to Starburns Audio, Ali Naku, where we recorded this. Our theme music was done by the wonderful Gene Gray, if you did not know that. And thank you to Adam and thank you to Sam for hanging out. Everyone for listening. Hopefully you can find us online. We're never seen a show most places. Patreon.com slash never seen it to get a bunch more stuff and support the show. Thank you all very, very much. Starbands Audio, a podcast a podcast network.